What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Lambs Hill USPSA podcast. If it is your first time here, if it is your not your first time here, welcome back. Thanks for stopping by. Good to see you. Looking good today. So, not a whole lot has uh, really been going on in my world as far as USPSA is concerned. Um, just kind of taking a little time off, laying low. Uh, but a few things have happened in USPSA as a whole, so we're going to get into uh, get into some of that. Kind of got two topics today, a uh, couple of disciplinary hearings, and then the main topic. But first, make sure you hit that subscribe button if you have not already. Be sure to check out the YouTube channel, uh, subscribe to that, take a look at all the videos we have on there. Uh, it's pretty good stuff. More stuff will be coming. Also, the biggest thing that's come out of the last couple of weeks is we now have a Discord server. Yes. So for those of you on Discord, be sure to find the link. I will put it in the description of this podcast. It is also linked on the YouTube channel. Um, It's on Facebook, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Um, If you can't find it, Send me a message. Send me an email, lambshillshooting at gmail.com. Reach out to me on Facebook, Lambshill USPSA. Reach out to me via comment on YouTube. Wherever you happen to be, reach out to me. I will get you the link to the Discord server if you are interested in signing up for that. So, let's get into today's topics. First one is from October 6th, so we're a couple of weeks behind here, but that's okay. Um, October 6th, 2022, a disciplinary hearing for member Joseph Rutkowski. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly. If I'm not, sorry, Joseph. So, looks like the president and all area directors were present, and just kind of an aside here i mentioned this in a previous podcast but it seems like the formatting on these meeting minutes um, continues to be kind of changed and refined and honestly i like the way they're doing it Um, this particular one with the roll call you've got instead of it listing out every member, you know, area one, so-and-so, area two, so-and-so, area three, so-and-so. Now it's basically just a, just like a spreadsheet kind of, kind of deal. And it has three or four columns. You've got, you know, the first column is president A1, A2, A3, A4. Second column is present. And if that person is present, there's an X in that box. Next column is absent with notice, and the final column is absent without notice. So instead of having to read all the names and everything to see who is there, you just look at it, and in this case, all of the uh, all the the present boxes are checked. So everyone's present. Simple. So meeting was called to order. Uh, at 8.03 p.m., there is an additional attendee, that being Joseph Rutkowski. Uh, organizational statement. 
President cites Bylaw 4.13, Paragraph 4. Now remember, Yimin Lin is now the president of USPSA. Uh, he states, the disciplined member may request a review of the discipline by the board of directors. All requests must be submitted in writing, stating the reasons why the decision should be reversed. Requests shall be directed to the national office with a copy to the director of the area concerned and to the president. The board of directors shall review all of the relevant facts concerning cause for member discipline and render a decision within 30 days after the review. The decision of the board of directors shall be final and binding. Suspended member statement. Mr. Rutkowski read a statement to the board. Doesn't say anything about what the statement read. Okay. Uh, there was then a question and answer session. Uh, questions were presented by the board and answered by Mr. Rutkowski to clarify the matter at hand. Okay. So they hear a statement from him. Then they ask him questions to clarify things. All right. I'm, I'm liking this. There was then, after all the questions were done, a closing statement by the member. Um, and then the member was advised by the president of the process moving forward. And after that, the member was excused from the meeting. At this point, there was a motion by Area 3 to enter executive session at 9.11 p.m. I assume it's p.m. Yes. Okay. Uh, just says 9.11 EDT, so that could be a.m. or p.m., but it's p.m. in this case. Uh, that was seconded by Area 1. At 10.47 p.m., there was a motion by Area 1 to exit executive session, seconded by Area 3. And then a motion to adjourn by Area 6 at a time of 10.48 p.m., seconded by Area 7. Final summary states that the final decision to be rendered by the board no later than November 5th. So, I, I do like that they're putting out these disciplinary hearing minutes. But we don't know why the board is looking at suspending Mr. Joseph Rutkowski. That, yeah, that could be worked on, I think. Um, you know, it, <clears throat> it, excuse me. Uh, on, a, on another aside here, um, I've got another one of these to go through here in a minute. But it's like practice score. Okay, you put... Say you have to DQ somebody in practice score. You look at the practice score results online, and all it says is DQ. That's it. Why did they get DQ'd? Was it a drop gun? Was it an AD? Was it a 180 break? What happened? You know, I, I, I personally, from a rules standpoint... I like to know that kind of stuff. You know, I, I want to know why this person got DQ'd. So, A, I make sure I don't make the same mistake. And B, I can kind of think about it from a rules perspective and go, yeah, okay, it makes sense. And 
hell, maybe even make a podcast about it. You never know. So, um, yeah, no information as to exactly what's going on here. All, all I know is what USPSA has put out there, that Joseph Rutkowski is being disciplined for some reason. Don't know why. So the next one is another disciplinary hearing for member Derek Lewis, uh, dated October 7th of 2022. Uh, Let's see. All members of the board are in attendance, uh, along with other attendee, Derek Lewis, obviously. Meeting was called to order at 8.04 p.m. There was an organizational statement, same one I just read, um, citing bylaw 4.13, paragraph 4. And it basically follows the exact same format. Mr. Lewis read a statement to the board. The board asked him questions. He answered the questions to clarify the matter at hand. There was a closing statement. He's advised of the process moving forward and then excused. Um, Really didn't seem to take all that long. Uh, Went into executive session at 8.33. uh, Motion by Area 6, seconded by Area 8. And a motion to exit executive session by Area 1 at 9.52, seconded by Area 7. Meeting is adjourned via a motion by Area 3 at 9.53, seconded by both Area 6 and 7, with a final decision to be rendered by the board no later than November 6th. So, I'm I'm willing to bet... Um, like they did uh, for Ben Steger, they will be putting out a kind of a notice um, with the fact that, um, what am I trying to say here? I have no idea, uh, you know, what the decision is, um, but I, I would really like to see them put out there why the decision was made. What what did this person do to warrant this disciplinary action? That's my question. All right. So that is the meeting minutes for the USPSA Board of Directors out of the way. Let's, uh, let's talk some match results while we're while we're here for just a quick second. Um, PCC and production uh, nationals are finishing up right now. Kind of interesting looking at the results so far. Uh, Right now, and I know a lot of people don't like talking about this, but you know what? I do. One of the first things I like like to do as... um, as as Lee Cabana would call me, a rules aficionado, is when I look at match results, first thing I do is I scroll right to the very bottom. And I look to see how many DQs there were for the match. So we've got, so far, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven DQs. And some pretty interesting names in there, too. Uh, you've got uh, Mr. Ray Hurst who was one of the two range masters for the Area 7 Championship this year. Real nice guy. 
Um, he's he's in there, and another one that's in there is Mr. Sherman Greenfield, the uh, the now former interim president of USPSA. <laughs> um, so yeah, DQs can happen to anybody, absolutely anybody. Just ask Lee Cabana. Uh, I believe it was one of the national events last year. He finished up the course of fire, unloaded choke clear, hammered down, went to holster, and missed the holster. Gun fell to the ground, still during the course of fire, because range is clear, hadn't been said yet. It's a DQ. It is what it is. Happens to everybody. Um, you know, there's there's the saying in, in USPSA, there are those who have been DQ'd, and there are those who will be DQ'd. There's no third option there. So, some of the best shooters in the world have been DQ'd, trust me. Um, so, speaking of <laughs> dropped guns, I know I'm probably going to bore everyone to death with this next topic, but um, safety on the range, and I can I can just hear everybody rolling their eyes at me right now. Really, dude, we're gonna talk about safety again. What the hell? Well, you know what? Safety's kind of important. Seeing we're playing with guns, okay? All right, people use guns. To kill other people. Alright. So, when I was trying to think of a topic for this podcast, I was kind of reminded of a few incidents that have happened. Um, Obviously, the one I just talked about. Lee Cabana, you know, accidentally missing the holster and dropping his, you know, dropping his gun. Uh, He basically let go of of the gun before he realized that he missed the holster. Thankfully, the gun was unloaded. Nothing bad happened. You know, Lee got his feelings hurt. He got DQ'd, but yeah, whatever. Move on. And he did. Uh, there was the unfortunate incident last year in, if I remember correctly, New Hampshire, um, that I did a piece on the YouTube channel about where a competitor went to, I believe, holster the firearm uh, as it was loaded, went to holster it, missed the holster, or somehow the gun fell, discharged when it hit the ground, and unfortunately the expelled round caught the experienced range officer and fellow competitor in the chest and ultimately killed him. I haven't heard anything else about that. Um, If any charges were filed in that, I would be incredibly shocked Um, from what I've heard about that incident. It was a freak accident. It was no one's fault. The RO just happened to be standing at the wrong place at the wrong time doing his job. Um, And... You know, I made mention of the fact that the RO was very experienced. Well, the competitor who accidentally dropped the firearm was also very experienced. I believe he was a chief range officer. 
and a very experienced competitor. So when I say it can happen to anyone, it can happen to anyone. All it takes is one moment where you're either not paying attention or you're trying to hurry up, something like that. Just a few weeks ago here in Maine, um, I believe it was down in the southern part of the state, I don't know, I I don't have all of the particulars on it. Um, I may have to reach out to somebody. Uh, but there was an incident where, I don't know if it was a USPSA match or an IDPA match or what it was, but competitor was given the make ready, loaded the firearm, went to holster the firearm. Somehow, I, I don't know how, but somehow either the trigger got caught on the holster or they had their finger inside the trigger or something. They went to holster the loaded firearm after the make ready. Somehow the trigger got pulled. The round went and grazed the shooter's thigh and then went through their foot. They essentially shot themselves. Totally by accident. Now, again, I don't know if they were rushing, trying to you know, trying to get the make ready over with, or what what exactly happened. But that's just another shooting injury. So let me let me give you a, a small piece of advice. Anytime you have the gun in your hand and you are transitioning to the holster, from the holster, transitioning hands, maybe you're you're doing a draw and then immediately have to go weak hand, just take your time. I know it's hard when you're un- you're on the clock, you're under pressure. But we cannot have accidents like this keep happening. Okay, if you're trying to rush a strong hand to weak hand transition, or you're coming out of the holder and transitioning to the weak hand, or the the holster, transitioning to the weak hand, I can't talk today, and you try to do that just a whisker too fast, you could potentially kill someone. It, it, I I get it. I've been on the clock. I've been under that pressure to just go, 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 go. Just go as fast as you can. But we need to make sure that we're doing that safely. Okay. When putting the firearm back in the holster, whether it's during the make ready and it's loaded, or it's after the hammer down when it's unloaded, doesn't matter. You're not on the clock. Okay? Take a second. Look the gun into the holster. Make sure that you're going to hit the holster with the gun. All right, it's going to make it in. Make sure that nothing is going to grab the trigger as it's going in. And just be vigilant. Make sure that you 
and everybody else on that range can go home safe that night and not leave the range in an ambulance with more holes in your body than you showed up to the range with. And that is why, in case any of you were wondering, that's why I end my podcast episodes and my YouTube videos with the words that I end them with. Because of this. Stuff like this happens. But if we can all be just a little more vigilant and just pay more attention, maybe go a a whisker slower, we can keep people safe, including ourselves. And with that, I will end this podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope I didn't put you to sleep. Um, If I did put you to sleep and you're behind the wheel of a vehicle, um, I accept no liability if you go off the road and crash. So, until next time, be sure to check out, before I get into that, uh, the YouTube channel. Get on the Discord server. Get on the Discord server. Right now, um, I, I, I hate to admit it, but there's only two two people on the Discord server besides myself, and that is uh, JBL and Chris Austin. So, get on the Discord server. Um, got a bunch of different rooms in there uh, talking everything from match results. You can throw, throw a link to your match results in there. Um, match videos, if you have any of those uploaded to YouTube, throw, uh, throw a link in the match videos box or the match videos forum. Um, I've got a discussion forum for the board directors meeting minutes, discussion forums for the podcast. Um, if you want to talk shooting gear, there's one in there. Also, there's, there, there's a room in here for steel challenge, um, general USPSA discussion, rule book discussion, um, there's a discussion room for every USPSA division, which I also plan to add in steel challenge divisions at some point. Um, so yeah, let's get the discord server going guys and, uh, you know, get some, get some good, healthy conversation in there and just have some fun, you know, talk with, talk with other shooters around the world, have a conversation with them. You know, I, I think we can really get something going with the discord. So uh, check that out. Check out all the other episodes here on the podcast. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe here and on the YouTube channel. And until we meet again, as always, shoot safe. Mm-hmm.